Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope you're having an amazing morning if you're listening to this on Monday morning or regardless, whatever day you're listening to this. Hope it's going great. If it's not, I hope it gets better. I had a very, very busy week. Um, work was insane. I felt like I couldn't catch up with my workload, but that's just the way it is nowadays. And your girl's not used to working five days in a row. I've been taking a lot of time off lately, so it felt really odd to be there the full five days. And I felt it. My body felt it um, Friday around two. I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And I had plans to go out on Friday night. I actually did go out, but I was like, oh my God, I shouldn't have made those plans. Like, I'm tired. I just want to go home and sleep. But as soon as I walk out those doors, all of a sudden, like I got the surge of energy and I was like, let's go party because I've been working way too damn hard, haven't gone out in a while. So I did. It was fun. We had a great time. I I went with my little sister and my friends and we danced all night and had a couple drinks. But let me share with you guys that I did realize that I'm a little too old to be doing those things, although... I say live it up, you know, dance all night long, do your thing, girl. Um, Your girl was doing her thing, but I wore little booties, so it wasn't even like high heels. My feet were freaking killing me at the end of the night. I could still drop it low. I did fall, but that's because some guy like kind of like shoved me and I slipped and I ate shit. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed, but right away, like everybody tried to help to help me get up. And then I met this guy. And I was like, I was just vibing, you know, like I'm not there to pick up anybody, but si acaso, oh well. But all the guys there were like kids. So this this particular guy was a little older. I think he was like 34 and he started talking to me and then he's like, oh, since I saw you walked in and you're so pretty and all this stuff, I'm like, oh, thank you. He's like, I want to buy you a drink. I'm like, no, dude, like I don't want to drink anymore. And he's like, no, no, like, really, I want to buy you a drink. I'm like, no quiero. <laughs> quiero agua. So I was like, oh, I could go to the bar with you, but I'm just going to get a water. And that shit's free. So it's not really impressing me. I'm like, buy me some tacos mejor. No, but like, he was he was very nice. And he was like gassing me up and saying all these things. But I disappeared for a little while. And then I came back and he was like trying to get at my friend. And it was so funny because we we're just cracking up. Because he, he was very nice, but... I was just like, este nomás quiere a ver a donde, a donde gana. <laughs> but I was a little, you know, mood booster because the old girl still got it. But not really because after it took me like a full day to recover from being up to like three in the morning. And yesterday I basically died all morning, went to get coffee with my friend, had breakfast. And then we just watched like Bling Empire Finally, like around one, I actually started getting up, took a shower, and I went to lunch with my mom. What did I do yesterday? I went to Ross, and I spent more money at Ross. Ross is very dangerous because I tend to buy stuff that I don't try on, and then I come home, try it on, si no me gusta, I go return it, and then I'm like, hmm, let me see what new stuff they got, and then I end up spending another $100, but 
They have some cute shit. You guys are sleeping on Ross. Actually, don't. Don't go, porque luego no va a haber nada para mí. Just kidding. Go get your shit, girl. Spend that money. Treat your sale. So this week, I had to get an oil change because it had been a while and I've been neglecting my car. Y luego mira mis tires. I'm like, damn, they look a little bad. So I went to get an oil change, but I was thinking to myself, like, man, I hate doing this. Like, I wish it was, like, more, I don't know, like, easier and friendlier not that the guys there weren't friendly, but the manager there, like, he always tries to tell me, like, oh, your car needs this, needs that. And, I mean, I know it's part of their job because their job is to up upsell or whatever, but it's just so annoying. Like, I got there and I was like, look, I just need an oil change and you guys could do that $10 inspection that you always do. I'm good with that. Oh, but your car is high in miles. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And just check it out. Tell me what it needs. So I could tell my tío and my brother... Or my friend who's a mechanic and that way they could tell me where to go where it's cheaper because for some reason this place is always so expensive. And sure enough, uh, when I when they when I was at work, they called me because I left it. I dropped it off in the morning. It's right across the street from where I work. And then he's like, oh, you need this. You need that. You need an air filter. It's dirty. And I'm like, of course it's dirty. I live in a rancho, senor. But... I have replaced my air filter before. My sister and I actually like just YouTubed it. And it's like, I, I want to say like 10 bucks if I'm thinking about the right filter. But anyways, do your research. And my whole point with, with this was that I was thinking, why isn't there a place for girls where we can go and get like a pedicure or a manicure or, you know, our nails done while we get an oil change and they won't bullshit you. And it's more like a better experience. But... My cousin actually messaged me and was like, hey, like, there is a place like that, but obviously not in California. And I'm like, damn, they should open one over here because I will definitely go there, like, supporting other women in business and also not feeling intimidated by walking into a freaking mechanic place because I hate doing that stuff. So I've been seeing a lot of different stuff about people talking about being 30 and, like, especially, like, women being 30, single, and, like, having a hard time dating and basically, it's me, uh, um, my experience as a 30-year-old. And I think that times have changed so much because today I was talking to my mom and I was like, oh, mira un video, like I saw this video on TikTok and somebody said that the reason that time flies by as you get older is because you're not learning new things. Like when you're a child, you learn a lot of different sports your first time at disneyland your first time on a flight so you do so many th first for the first time so it makes it feel like time goes by slower i don't know why but it made sense to me and i was like that is so true because the moment that you start living life and doing new things it just feels like your life is more fulfilled and it doesn't have to be anything that costs money it just just experiences, you know, heal your inner child. If you never got to go to Disneyland, go to Disneyland. If you never got to learn how to swim, go to swim. That's for me because I need to learn how to swim. But don't let fear stop you from trying new things because for a long time, like I, I talked about it in Stepping Out of Your Fucking Comfort Zone episode, that I held myself back from trying new things because I was always scared of failing. And now my mindset has changed so much where I am willing to try new things even if I suck at them like I'm like okay at least I tried it and it's been so fulfilling and it makes it does make it feel like okay time is still going by fast 
but oh my god look at all that i have done so this video that i'm talking about the girl created a list of places I want to go, things I want to try. So I think I will work on that list sometime this week because there is a lot that I want to do. And when I was younger, I was in such a rush to grow up. And now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, what was the big rush? And times have changed a lot. When my parents were in their early 20s, they had a child right away. And for me, in my early 20s, I was in college trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I got out of college. And like I told you guys, I didn't have the greatest experience in college. It was just like, get the degree and leave. I didn't live that college life. I do wish I did. But that's just what happened in my life. And especially like growing up as a first-gen Latina, everybody's shocked by the fact that I'm 32. I have a college degree, I have a career, and I don't have a man, and I don't have any children, and I'm shamed for it. I have gotten comments like, oh, don't you think you're getting old? Like, you should stop being so picky. And I hate when people say things like that because, they like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to have children because I haven't tried, and I don't know if I'm ever going to get married, but I hope I do. And if I'm being picky, it's because for a long time I did settle for less. And I don't want to settle for less. I want a partner that supports me and that is loving and that has also done their self-love journey that I am currently on. And I'm totally open to finding someone right now, but it's not like a huge pressure. Like I used to feel in my late 20s, like Ay, me tengo que casar porque me estoy poniendo vieja. I did feel those pressures. And with social media, you feel those pressures. Like, oh my God, she's already got a house and she has a new car and her kids are so cute. But you don't, you know, like social media has always been a highlight reel. Sometimes you think people are happy. I mean, I used to, people used to think I was happy when I was in a relationship and I would post like our good times and stuff. But I wasn't posting when I was like going to sleep crying or things like that. So you can't feel like you have to feel pressured by society to feel a certain way. Like be proud of how far you've come because I am so proud of who I'm becoming, who I am today. Because she's not the same girl she was like last month, a year ago, two years ago. Definitely two years ago, I wasn't the same person I am today. And sometimes... I, I mean, not sometimes. I always think about this. I think that I went through things so I could appreciate when I had peace. And peace is something that's very uncomfortable for me. Um, it's something I'm learning, like just to sit and appreciate just being peaceful because I haven't had that ever. And it's sad. It's sad that I haven't had peace in my life until now that I'm in my early 30s but I'm okay with it I'm okay with all that I had been through and if I could go back and change one thing I wouldn't because all that I have gone through todo pasó por una razón everything happened for a reason and you can't let people make you feel shame for feeling proud of yourself for being you know aging and not having what society wants you to have it's just like a rush and it's like a checklist. Like, okay, you graduate college, the casas, check. Then you have a baby, check. You buy your first house, check. And then what? 
what's after? Like, why don't we... Oh, actually, I did post something that I read somewhere. Like, why do we always celebrate people that get married? Why do we always celebrate buying a new home or having a baby? Like, why don't we celebrate the moment that your friend quit her toxic dead-end job? Or when... You know, why didn't anyone have a party for me when I ended my toxic relationship besides because it was COVID? But I would have loved to have a a party where everyone was like, congratulations. Like, you know, a lot of people did congratulate me for leaving that situation. But why didn't anyone like throw me a whole party? I want some cake. I want some palomas. <laughs> or overcoming traumas and healing and going to therapy. Like, why don't why doesn't that get celebrated? People get so fixated on, oh my god, like, like for especially for women, like when people, when my mom tells people, oh, see, Melina todavía no se ha casado, like she hasn't got married yet, like, and people are like, oh my god, like first thought is, what's wrong with her? But when my brother was single and not married, people were like, oh, well, at least he's successful, you know? Like, he's very successful in his job and his career. Like, he has a lot to offer. But for women, it's like, oh my god, she's getting old. Like, her ovaries are shriveling up. And why hasn't she gotten married? I don't ever understand that. And I don't think it's anyone's fucking business, first of all. I hate when people bring that up. I It's not something that you should bring up. I'm happy where I'm at. Do I want to meet someone? Yes. But I'm not going to cry over it and just, you know, hate my life. I'm going to live my life and the right person will come at the right time. Being 30 is amazing. And many of you, I know you're in your 20s because I checked my stats and a lot of you guys are in your mid-20s, early 20s, late 20s. And let me tell you, girl, I fucking love being in my 30s and I'm so proud when people ask me how old I am and I say I'm 32. I used to feel like, oh no, like, que vergüenza. how old do you think I am? I always bust out with that and people always say, oh, you're in your mid-20s and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. But I'm proud to be 32 because now I am unapologetically myself and I don't put up with anyone's bullshit. Like, a veces, you know, we all have our weak moments and we put up with bullshit, but I speak my mind. I have 30-year-old money. 20-year-old me didn't have money. Now I could do whatever I want. Si quiero irme de vacaciones, me voy. If I want to go on vacation, I go. If I want to buy myself something nice, I do. And it's just, like, such a good start. Like, I feel like I've done so much inner work I'm still working on myself we're all still a work in progress and you just can't let people shame you for living your best life sometimes people who shame you are the people that are unhappy someone who's happy is gonna be like you know what when the time is right you're gonna find somebody or when the time is right you're gonna buy your house you're gonna do this not like oh my god time is running out like tomorrow could be my last day on earth and que voy a estar being depressed about not achieving everything society wants me to achieve. I think we're redefining being 30 and growing up and still being a single badass bitch. <laughs> but, and by badass bitch, I know some people don't like that comment, but 
me and my sister always say, like, you're a bad bitch or you're a bad bitch. And don't be a sad bitch, be a bad bitch. Because for me, a bad bitch is somebody who just gets shit done and doesn't need anyone's support. Would I like someone's support? Yes, I have my family's support. Would I like a romantic partner? Of course, who doesn't? And if you don't, that's okay too. Like, if you just want to live your best life and be single forever, be that cool tia, then be it. But stop shaming people for living their life. I honestly feel that a lot of it comes from jealousy when people say stuff like that. Because they're intimidated by everything you've done or jealous of all that you've traveled. And that's fine, but don't project that on me. Work on yourself. And it just makes me happy that there's this new era of women who are changing the game. Like, my job is not to grow up and be a mom. I don't think men get shamed as much as women do for, you know, living their best life. If a guy is, like, traveling and doing all these things, it's all cool. But if a girl does that, it's like, oh my god, like, she hasn't thought about becoming a mom or a wife. And we just need to change that. And start having these conversations with your family members that bring this up and be like, why do you guys do that? Like, I remember one time a coworker, I don't, I know her, but not know her, know her. Like, she doesn't know my personal life. Like, she was asking me if I had kids, if I was married and stuff. And I'm like, no, no, no. She's like, how old are you? And I told her and she's like, oh my God, you're getting old. And I'm like, am I? I'm like, honestly, this is the happiest I've ever been. I travel where I want to travel, I do what the fuck I want, and I ain't got no worries. Well, I do got a lot of worries because anxiety, but you know what I mean. I hope that you learn from this that you don't have to be in a rush to do all the things that we're expected to do by society. I am so stoked. Um... If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, if you're not a social media person or TikTok, I announce that I have my websites up. It's live. Um, you go to www.unbreakablelatina.com. And my sister did an amazing job. It looks beautiful. It is perfect. I love it. My shop is up. So that way we can start selling merch. And my first item on there is my stickers and I love my stickers they look so cute and I know I'm biased because they're my stickers but they're really cute they're up for sale so if you want to get yours go ahead and visit the website and purchase your sticker I only have a limited amount of stickers so get them before they run out thank you to all those who have placed your orders I hope you receive them don't forget to tag Unbreakable Latina and show me where you put your sticker. On the website, there's also a link that says contact me. And on there, you can ask for like different episode topics. You can also ask for advice and send me stuff. Or, and you can send me a voice note. I can feature it on the podcast. So I've gotten a lot of messages about asking for advice. And like I said, I'm not an <laughs> expert on life. But I've been through some shit. And I'm happy to share with you guys um, my thoughts on certain subjects. If you're afraid to, like, ask your family or your friends and you don't want to be judged, I'm not going to shame you. I will provide whatever I can and just be a big sis for you that 
you don't have or that you do have but you're embarrassed to ask or you don't want to share with like I'm here for you so I put it up on my story today but you can always contact me through my website or dm me because I do receive a lot of dms of people that want advice so I figured why not add it to the podcast because maybe someone can benefit that's also has the same issue okay so one of the ones I receive is how to not quit my corporate America job because it's sucking the life out of me. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, you saw that I recently did a collab with corporate Latina, Sofia. And she has a whole podcast about being a Latina in the corporate world or being a Latino in a corporate world. And she also recently, a few months ago, quit her corporate job that was making her unhappy. And for me, you know, we spend a lot of time at work. And if you're that unhappy, I would start looking for a new job. And I know it's a hard decision because you think, oh my God, I have to start from the ground up. But I would rather start over and I'm even willing to take a pay cut if it meant that my mental health will be so much better. And if you're at that point, start looking for a job. Be patient with yourself and just know that it's going to get better. But if you don't, if you keep staying there and you hate it that much, it's not going to get better. You have to do something about it. And if you haven't listened to episode four, that nine to five is not for me, sis. For me, sis. (laughs) That nine to five is not for me, sis. It's a pretty good episode where my sister shares her experience being in an accounting firm that she hated and She quit her job. She didn't have a plan. She was making really good money and she even took a pay cut. But now she's happy. She's thriving. She's doing what she loves. And check it out. I'll link it on the show notes and I'll link um, Sophia's podcast as well. Another one I received was how to make time for ourselves in our busy schedules. And for me... I used to always have that excuse like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't do, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for a podcast, no, no time to content create. I'm always busy. Like, how can I do this? And it's all excuses. You really have to prioritize yourself and schedule it in. Like for me, I schedule in, you know, getting a massage or doing my eyebrows, going on my mental health walk, working out every day. And I mean, not every day, but I try. But like you have to put it in a calendar if you have to. Like from this time to this time, it's me time. And this is what I'm going to do to fulfill that. Because we find time for everybody else, for that carne asada, for that quinceanera. And you have to start saying no to things. Because I used to say yes to everything. Like, oh yeah, I could take you. Or I could be there. or, And now I really think, okay, can I be at two places in one day and also still take care of things I need to do for myself? And if I answer that question and say no, then I'll say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it or certain things, but you have to learn how to prioritize your you time because that's very important. Another topic that you guys wanted me to discuss is emotional abuse in a relationship. And this is something that I have a lot of experience with. If you haven't listened to my episode about toxic relationships, I was in one myself. And the person that I was in a relationship with started becoming emotionally abusive. And it just kept getting worse and getting worse. And I allowed it. I forgave him. I would allow it. Forgive him. And it's never going to end. 
unless like a miracle of Jesus happens or you go to therapy or they deal with their inner demons, it's not going to happen. From experience, I'll tell you that the only thing that helped me leave that situation was recording him yelling at me and telling me that I'm more fucked up than he was and that I needed to get the fuck out of his house and just a bunch of bad things. I recently came across that audio on my phone and when I went through that breakup, I cried a lot. I didn't eat. I lost a lot of weight. Um, I had been with this person for a very long time, so he was a huge part of my life. I lived with this person. It was a whole life change because I left everything I knew and I had to recreate my own life and not have him in my life. I recorded him yelling at me and that's what helped me stay strong through the breakup and not go back to him like I always used to because when you're in an abusive relationship like that, you start thinking that something is wrong with you, you start believing them or you start thinking like, oh, if I shouldn't have said that, he wouldn't have told me this or she wouldn't have told me this, but it's not you, it's them. If they're abusing you emotionally, it's just as bad as physically. Maybe you're not physically going to be hurt and showing like bruises and stuff, but emotional abuse starts making you believe that you are whatever they say they tell you you are. When I recorded him, it kept me strong. I would listen to it. I'd listen to my cry. I would cry with myself, listening to myself cry. And now when I came across that audio, I actually uploaded a clip of it. It's just a clip of it because there's a lot more to that of him yelling at me. Because I wanted to show the world that if you have a partner that is yelling at you, that's not true love. I used to think that this person loved me, but now looking back, they never did. I was just convenient for them. And whatever fucked up idea of love he had was his idea of love. Because I feel like someone that loves you isn't gonna make you feel like shit. And if you need someone to talk to... I'm always there. You could slide in my DMs, email me, go on my website. You could contact me that way because I'm all for leaving a shitty situation. And it's hard to open up to people that know you and haven't been through that because it was embarrassing for me. And now when I do share with friends what happened with my situation and they share, you know, like I used to be in a relationship like that. And you grow from it, you're going to learn what you don't want from that. And I hope that this advice helps you. And like I said, feel free to reach out to me because you don't deserve to be treated like shit. The next one I got was dating for marriage in a hookup world. So in my experience, when I have put a lot of pressure on finding someone that I want to marry, it takes the fun out of dating. So maybe you have to think of dating more as one step closer to your potential Prince Charming. Because I think we have this idea that we're going to, if you're on the dating apps or if you're you're just dating people you know, that, oh my God, like you, you romanticize the fact that he could potentially be your husband or like you start saying like, okay, like I like that he's family oriented because I want that in a husband. But 
I think we have to take a step back and have fun with dating. And that's an advice that I'm giving myself too, that I recently had a conversation with a friend and I'm like, dating should be fun. It shouldn't be miserable. And if you're feeling like you're going through a rut and like dating sucks, like I would stop because I, I have stopped. I haven't been on a date in months and I'm okay with it, but I'm willing to get back out there. But I want to have this mindset of, dating should be fun because every person that I have dated to this day I've learned something new from I've learned what I want what I don't want and I feel like that's one step closer to meeting the perfect person for me and no one's perfect but you know what I mean so I think that if you are not into the hookup culture because I personally am not either just make that very clear and if you're losing hope because every fuckboy they're like oh well I like to hook up before like you know test ride the ride and whatever like if that's not your thing because it ain't mine either and you weed the dudes out that are like that and like I said it's one step closer to meeting a potential person who's going to respect you and if you don't want to do that they're gonna be like okay well I still want to get to know you don't let these fuck boys give make you lose hope in finding the right guy and the last one that I'll cover is I got a message on giving advice about self-esteem, self-image. I'm struggling to love myself after this breakup. I went through the same thing when I went through my breakup because when I looked in the mirror, all I would see is a sad, depressed Melina that was heartbroken. You know, just like when you are dating or you meet, like, you're, you know, when you met a boyfriend before that you try to impress them by getting dressed up for them and buying a cute outfit, doing your hair, whatever that is, do that for yourself. Like, date yourself. And I know it sounds so cliche, and I used to hate when people used to tell me that. Like, you need to, like, love yourself. And I'd be like, I do love myself. Like, how dare you say that I don't love myself? And my self-love journey has been hard. It's been really hard. But now I look in the mirror, you know, I wake up and I'm like, damn, girl, look at that fat ass. Or <laughs> like I just you have to pump yourself up just like you would hype up a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You have to be your own hype woman, because at the end of the day, the most important relationship that you'll ever have is the relationship with yourself. Because like I've said and I've said it and I probably sound like a broken record. If you don't have a good relationship with yourself, you cannot give anyone lo the love that you want to give them. Because if you're not providing that love for yourself, how are you supposed to give someone else love? And that's something that I learned the very hard way. I give myself compliments all the time. I used to be the type of person like, oh my god, I look fat in this. And I still slip up. I still do stuff like that. And oh my god, why is my skin so textured and why do I have acne if I'm 30-something years old? Do things that make you feel good. One big thing for me is even, like, yesterday. Andaba toda fodonga because I was all, like, tired from staying up the night before. And I was like, I need to shower and do my makeup because that makes me feel good and it boosts up my self-esteem. And if I were to have just showered and not done my makeup, and I, I'm not saying that you should always wear makeup, but that's what makes me feel good. Like, my mom always taught me, que tienes que estar lista just for whoever you're going to see. And there's days where I'm fodonga in the streets. But when I do my makeup, at least my makeup, it makes me feel good. So think of things that make you feel good and start doing them. Prioritize that. I hope you guys enjoyed this little segment and I plan to have it on the next podcast episodes. 
I do have more questions to answer, but I'll save them for next week. There's more guests coming on the podcast, so I'm kind of excited for that. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Unbreakable Latina. And go get your sticker on my website. Once again, it's www.unbreakablelatina.com. And when you receive it, tag me so I could see where you put your sticker. Bye! Thank you.